Welcome to Pierre's Podcast. I'm excited about our episode today. This is episode number one, and today's message is entitled Standing on Christ. our key verse here. Our key verse says, uh, John 19, 38 says, Afterward, Joseph of Arimathea, who had been a secret disciple of Jesus, underline that if you have a pen, a secret disciple of Jesus. This is very critical. This is a critical position that you need to look at and listen to because when it says secret disciple, it's that simple, it's that cut and dry because you don't want anybody else to know. It caused him fearful of the Jewish leaders. Now, again, there was probably some fear of the Jewish leaders because here this man is a leader and, and he's like a very high up official within the Jewish community. He's a very wealthy man, a man with a lot of power, and he doesn't want to, you know, kind of let everybody know that he really is a follower of Christ. You know, I don't really want to let everybody know my business. I'm kind of keeping this to myself because I don't want a whole lot of people to be all up in my business. All right. How many of y'all know sometimes that's actually good? Sometimes it's actually good, ain't it? Sometimes that's actually good to not let people be in your business, right? Because, you know, people messy, man. People can be messy. But then sometimes, though, man, in situations like this, when it's about proclaiming who Christ is, you got to really, man, let people know who he is. You have to let them know who he is. Well, minister, what do you mean by that? Should I just go around in school willy-nilly style with my Bible in my hand? You know, praise the Lord, hallelujah, let me tell you. No, it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that you go into your school or around your friends and you just be this individual that's just like out of control. We call them Christianese, right? Every, Christianese, you heard that term before. Everything is like, glory, hallelujah, praise you, Jesus. And they walk around with the Bible all day, every day, right? They at work. Praise God, God is good. Amen. Jesus, that's all right. Jesus is great. The world is watching us. The world is looking at us. And, and Joseph, this individual, Joseph, here he is. He basically is ashamed in a nutshell or suspect, we can even say, of who Christ really is. Okay. But he asked Pilate, he asked Pilate for permission to take down Jesus' body. When Pilate gave permission, Joseph came and took the body away. So there's two things happening here. There's two things happening in this one verse. There's the side of Joseph that, that is, doesn't want to expose. He wants to keep it a secret. But then there's the other side. Well, apparently there's this boldness that comes out of, out of him where he realizes, hey, you know what? I am who I am in Christ, and I'm going to stand on Christ despite what anybody says or think. I'm going to go out here, and I'm going to do what I know is right. And so then he takes the stand for Christ. So we're going to look at these two, these two sides. So many people are looking for easy ways to be Christians. And there is no easy way. It is easy to accept Christ. However, it becomes challenging to follow him because the flesh wants to do what the flesh wants to do. How many of y'all heard me say that before? I've said that a thousand times. You're going to hear me say it a thousand more. Because at the end of the day, the flesh wants to do what the flesh wants to do. So it's a constant battle. As a believer, we're constantly fighting our flesh, Right? And sin nature wants to fight the Christ nature. That's the other thing that's happening here. What we see happening here is as, as Christians, your sin nature 
is constantly fighting your Christ nature. There's this constant struggle and there's constant battle going on within yourself. The Christ man in you convicts the natural man in you, but the natural man in you tries to fight back and tell you what to do, right? Tries to fight back and tell you what to do. What was that commercial? You put, no, y'all too young remember that one. You too, what was that? The guy was walking down the street with his chocolate bar, another guy's walking down the street with his peanut butter, and they, oh, you put your peanut butter in my chocolate. You put your chocolate in my peanut butter, right? It's kind of like that whole vibe, right? They used to have the old Reese Cup commercial, okay? Reese Cup used to have this commercial back in the day. They said it was wild. It's that whole idea, right? It's that whole idea of this struggle, of this fight, okay? And that's kind of what happens with your sin nature and your Christ nature. Hey, listen to what Peter says here in 1 Peter uh, chapter 2, verse 20. Of course, you get no credit for being patient if you are beaten for doing wrong. But if you suffer for doing good and endure it patiently, God is pleased with you. You know, we got to remember as followers of Christ and as believers, we're going to be beaten down by the world system. They're going to talk about us. They're going to try to demoralize us. They're going to try to insult us. They're going to try to bully us about our faith. But we have to remember when we stand in Christ and we stand for what's right in Christ and what he represents, we make a difference in the world. The devil always wants to try to come against you. But know that we make a difference, though, in the Lord. Amen. Check the song out.
Once you heard a coal in the center of the mountain Look at you now, shining like a diamond Trotting in the fire, but you're coming out go, go. Now you're worth more than a hundred food Created with a purpose, wonderful, skillfully, fearfully made Crown of God creation, created in his image With unlimited potential, the sky is the limit And everything that's in it, now you're walking in the spirit of fable So here's the things we want to look at. We're going to look at three things we don't want to do that Aramith did, okay, that Joseph Aramith did. And we're going to look at one thing that he did do that we do want to do, okay? So let's go. Here's our three things. Number one, don't allow your positions and power in life to influence your commitment to Christ. Don't allow your positions and powers in life to influence your commitment to Christ. So, so, so... Here's what you have to understand. As God begins to, as he begins to raise you guys up, okay, as he begins to raise you up, Rob, you know, Devin, I don't know about you, dog. I'm just kidding, man. He's going to raise you. He got you, man. He got you. That's my dude. He got you, man. He's going to raise you up too. But as he begins to raise all of you guys up, all you wonderful people in here, as he begins to raise you guys up, man, do not compromise who you are in the Lord. Amen. Don't compromise. Don't settle. It's not worth it. Listen to me. The Bible clearly says that promotion comes from God, okay? Promotion doesn't come from man. Listen to what, listen to what Psalms 75, 6 through 7 says. It says, the authority to reward someone does not come from the east, from the west, or even from the wilderness. God alone is the judge. He punishes one person and rewards another one. And I love that. And I read that in several translations. I was trying to find one that could connect with you guys. That's taken from God's Word. So I encourage you, if you got the internet, which most of y'all do, go online and type in God's Word translation and pull that verse up, man. Because promotion comes from God. Listen to what I'm telling you. Never compromise who you are as a believer. Never, ever compromise who you are. What God has planned for you is so much greater, is so much bigger than you'll ever completely really understand. The Bible says that God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So what we think we know, we really don't. He really does. You be who you are in Christ Jesus. Don't you compromise who you are in the Lord. You trust that who, who you are in Christ is going to make a difference in someone's lives. Okay, so promotion doesn't come from man, it comes from God. But God uses man to open those doors for you, all right? Remember that, that's very important, don't forget that, because it's going to be times when there's opportunities that are going to come your way, and you're going to want to compromise, and guess what, they're going to want you to compromise. They're going to want you to compromise. Don't you settle, don't you dare compromise. You stand on God, you stand firm, and you know that your Lord and Savior is going to bless you what is rightfully yours. If you don't get the thing, whatever the gig is, the job is, the work, whatever, if you don't get it, praise God anyway, because all that means is it wasn't meant for you. He got something better for you. Amen? All right? So, moving on. Point number two. Believers allow fear, and this is an acronym, false events appearing real. False events appearing real. Believers allow fear to direct their steps in Christ. 
Believers allow fear to direct their steps in Christ. False events appearing real. Okay? You have to understand fear is not of the Lord. The Bible says God's not giving you a spirit of fear. Understand God has not given you a spirit of fear. All right? He has given you a spirit of faith. As a believer, you have to exercise your faith daily, meaning you have to step out and trust him. You have to stand up, step out, and trust him. All right? You don't operate in fear. And what's interesting about Joseph is that at first, he allowed this fear, man, to direct his steps. At first, he allowed this fear to kind of, you know, kind of direct his steps. But, but, but then what began to happen is, though, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, began to give him a spirit of encouragement. And he became encouraged, and he stepped out, and he put aside the fear. He put, he put it aside. Look what 1 Peter 3, 14 through 15 says. But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. I love that, man. And one reason why I love that is because you don't see where it says you need to just jump up and start explaining it to them. No, no, no. It says if someone asks you about it, Guys, there's going to come times, man, when people that don't know the Lord are going to ask you. Now, they may ask you in a group to make fun of you. Explain it. But you know what? Then they may come and ask you by themselves when they're not around a group, when they're really going through some crap. You know, the girl just didn't, you know, the girl just then dumped them and they heart broke or their boyfriend just then dumped them. Man, I'm ready to kill myself. I'm ready to kill myself, big dog. Man, what should I do, man? You got to be ready. Listen, y'all say over some dumb stuff, but that happens all the time. That's real talk, man. And that's your opportunity. Man, how do I deal with this, man? I'll tell you, man, I was at where you're at, man, not too long ago. And I wanted to do the same thing, man, over something very similar. So what did you do? I accepted Christ into my heart as my Lord and personal Savior. I made a choice to start following Christ. Now you have the grand opportunity to be an effective witness to these individuals without shoving it down their throat. You ain't got to do that. And the beautiful thing about it is, as long as you open your mouth and you're praying while you're ministering to them, the Holy Spirit's going to speak through you anyway. Stuff that you thought you didn't know will begin to flow out of your mouth. Am I telling the truth, Mike? I'm telling you, it'll happen. I've seen it happen all the time. You're sitting there, man, verses you can't quote to save your life, man. You know, all of a sudden, man, the situation is right. The Holy Spirit dropped that verse right in your spirit. And that person is looking like, wow, man, this is exactly what I need to hear. And they accept Christ right there. And all you say to them is, listen, this is what I did, man. It's real simple. It's not too difficult, really, man. We just got to pray a prayer. Now, does that mean your life's going to be perfect now? Does that mean that Susie's going to get back together with you? Probably not. Maybe, maybe not. Who cares? I mean, at this point, man, once you got God in your life, you're not too worried about Susie anyway. Because you're going to find what real joy and real love is really all about anyway. You know what? I think I, 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 think I want that. I think I need that. Boom. You say the prayer with a man. You didn't let somebody to Christ, man. You don't even realize what you just did. And you sitting there, man, like, whoa, did I just lead somebody to Christ? You sure did. And the heavens are celebrating. 
Point number three, point number three of, 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 of the what not to do's, okay? The world will always look at you differently. They're supposed to because we are the light of the world and light draws all. They're supposed to because we are the light of the world and light draws all, man. Light draws all. If I shut the lights off in this building right now, and it was no blinds, man. If I shut these lights off, man, it was no windows, no nothing except for that one front door. What are you going to naturally do? Your eye is going to lock on that door and you're going to be trying to feel your way against the wall, around the corner, whatever, man. That little glimmer of light, that little glimmer, you're going to be trying to feel your way around that corner, around that hallway because you're trying to make sure you don't bump into nothing, trip over no tables, trip over no chairs that Taylor didn't left out. Step on a basketball, roll off and break your neck. You know, you're going to be trying to make sure and you're going to be walking real carefully, but you're going to be feeling your way around, ain't you? And then when you finally get close enough to the light, what do you do? It's natural because we all do it. You take your hands off, don't you? And now you start walking with more confidence because the light's right there. Listen to me. You guys are the light of the world. You're the light of the world. As followers and believers of Christ, hallelujah, amen. I'm just, I mean, I, 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 just, I like even saying, I just love saying it about y'all because y'all are. It make me happy just thinking about it. Your friends and peers around you and in school, they're looking at you and watching you. They're watching you, man. They're watching you. Look at what Matthew 5, 14 says. It says, you are the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. You ever seen the candle man that burns down until it gets to the very bottom? Y'all ever seen that before? I like my house smelling really good. So I burn a lot of candles inside my house all the time. And, I, you know, I, some of them, they get down to the very, very, very bottom, man. They just wake up like, eh, it barely hanging on. It's barely hanging on. It's hanging on, but it's barely hanging on. And then all of a sudden, it just go out. That's your life. That's your life when you compromise to Christ. That's your life when you compromise to God. That becomes your life. That's who you represent when you compromise God. And it's a situation of where you do not want to compromise who Christ is or who God is. You don't want to do that. You don't want to compromise who you are. You don't want anybody to look at Christ who's in you, and be like, yo, man, that's what Christ is all about, man. I'm straight right where I'm at, man. I'm straight right where I'm at because he ain't got nothing no more different than I got. And that's what people say all the time. He ain't got nothing more different than I got. He's just like me. No, you have to be the example. You have to set the example for your friends. That's why God put you around them. He put you around for you guys to set the example. Your relationships are no accident. They're not mishaps. They're not. They're designed by God for a reason, for you to be an effective witness to them with the love of Christ. The whole ideal is, is for you to shell out the love of Christ to them, for you to allow the love of Christ to flow out of you to their lives, to make a difference in their lives. You know, one of the biggest challenges I think that uh, teenagers face as believers is the war that they struggle with that's going on inside of the wrestling that happens um, where they 
want to be a witness to their friends as believers, but don't know how to go about doing it. And this is not just something that they face, but this is something that even as adults we face. So I want to encourage you young people, man, stand strong, stand hardy, trust God and know that he has your back. I want you to listen to this song. I think it speaks well into what you're dealing with. Check this out. up open wide put your hands up side by side age don't matter like race don't matter like place don't matter like what's inside let the kick drum kick one time breathe out let your mind unwind eyes on the ceiling looking for the feeling wide open let your own eyes shine yes where the fight begins yeah underneath the skin beneath these hopes and where we Fight comes from the fight within from Joseph that I think was really, really, really important. The one thing we do want to take away that's really important, and it's something that he did, I believe in my heart. Your witness will always bring others to the love of the Lord. Remember, Christ gave up all for you, even though you didn't deserve it. Even though we didn't deserve it, he gave up all for us. And like Joseph of Arimathea, we must come from out of our comfort zone and stand for Christ and what we know is right. We have to do that, guys. Look at what Isaiah 41, 10 says. It says, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up 
with my victorious right hand. How many of y'all know and really believe God got your back? Seriously, if you don't believe, it's okay. Keep your hand down. Okay, good. Good show of hands. Some, some, some hands didn't go up. That's all right. That's okay. You just got to learn, and we're going to do something a little bit here to help give you some courage to trust and believe in him more. Do you really stand on him? Do you really stand for him? Are you going to stand for him? Are you going to stand before God someday and him look at you and say, man, Niles, great job, son. I know what you dealt with. I know what you was persecuted with. I know what you struggled with. Christian, great job. Is he going to be the sad to you guys? Lindsay's going to be the sad to you? Is he going to be sad to you, Miles? You got to think about that, man, because for me, I want him to be to say that to me someday, man. I want him to be to say to me, Pierre, good job. It was rough. I know it was rough. But you know what? Look at what you inherit now. Man, you got to make that decision to stand for Christ. Minister, how do we do it? You do it through the Holy Spirit. That's how you do it. Hey, we hope you've enjoyed today's message. Uh, if you do not know Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior, man, I'd like to offer you that opportunity to get to know our Heavenly Father. He is the greatest love in my life, and I promise you, He will be the greatest in yours if you give Him that opportunity. And once you accept Christ into your heart as your Lord and personal Savior, I would encourage you, young person or adult, to get plugged into a local body. And with that being said, man, I would encourage you, if you're ever in Michigan, man, or even if you live in Michigan and you hear this on a podcast or on your local station, man, come out and visit us at Regeneration uh, every Sunday. Uh, from 10 a.m. to about 11.30, quarter to 12. I get together with our young people. And you know what? We fellowship, man. We have a good time in the Lord. We talk about the goodness of God and what he will continue to do in our lives through his holy word. So I would encourage you to come out and visit us. That's every Sunday from 10 a.m. till about 11.30, 11.45. That mailing address is 26555 Franklin Road. And that's Southfield, Michigan. That's all one word. Southfield, Michigan, 48033, and that is under the direction of Dr. James and Loretta Mormon at Christian Tabernacle Church. If you have a moment, we'd appreciate it if you would uh, friend us on your on our Facebook page, that's uh, Pierre's Podcast, and also like us, and uh, tell your friends and your, your loved ones about us. We would appreciate it if you could do that. If you are interested in partnering with this ministry, Forward to Faith, we would love to send you a gift. For a donation of $10 or more, this is a tax-deductible ministry. You can make your gifts payable to Forward the Faith, P.O. Box 2895. And that's Southfield, Michigan, 48037. God bless.